Hello, and welcome to the Gavin Beaver Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie. And I'm Fiona. Bonjour. Where are we coming to them from today, Fiona? Oh, fun. Oh, I'm abstract again. I'm sorry. It's very warm, but a comforting warm. It smells like a a movie cinema, a summer Uh treat, if you will. We are inside a large bag of popcorn. Okay. We could have come from... Actually, no, that's bad. That's really bad. We could have come from them with, like a great scheme retreat place. Yeah, that's where this podcast have. is from. I don't know why you've decided we're in a giant bag of popcorn. I don't know And you also why. did the worst job of describing that. Like, you, you said it smells like a cinema. It. You could have been like, there's like a slight salty buttery smell and when i wriggle around it i didn't it i didn't want to like, give it a, i didn't want to give it away too too quick too fast you know i don't want to say buttery you gave two clues and then said what it was i don't I, know how i'm so sorry everyone um maddie can you just put us in tuscany please oh okay can you just say where we're coming from Pop today we are we're sitting on the balcony of oh. an old villa mm. old in a comforting way not in a murdery or ghosty way <laughs> There is a breeze blowing through some very tall, very thin trees, and the scent of crops, wine crops perhaps, <laughs> is on the wind. Wine crops. <laughs> that's right, guys. We are in Toscana, Ugh. because apparently that's where Fiona is picturing our scheme retreat. Um, yeah, I have not been able to stop thinking about Italy for like two weeks now. And it is on my vision board that we're going to have a ski retreat in one of the little houses in the hills in Tuscany that I have on my vision board. So, okay. I feel like it's fitting. All right. Well, I mean, I'm not, I won't complain when that happens. Yeah. So that's where we're coming to you from today, guys. Imagine that we are here to tell you how to fix your entire life. While sitting on a beautiful terrace with, like, a glass of local wine. Glass of vino. And, like, a cheese board for mainly me because I'm not a vegan. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's the vibe we definitely are embodying also in our real lives as recording this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, Fiona, what is mm-hmm. your win for this week? Well, Maddie, um, you may recall a couple of episodes ago I came up with with a fantastic quote which was you can't build an empire part-time i have actually come up with a new one along the same vein is this my new skill i've done it Mm. again i won't lie it's not as good as the last one because i honestly absolutely peaked my entire life with you can't build an empire part-time that's very upsetting but the new one is (laughs) it's it's more in the veins of like it takes more interpreting, which is like the vagueness that you need for these boss babe, like entrepreneur man quotes, uh-huh. which is don't live your life on a need to know. Oh, sorry. Fuck. Oh, my God. I fucked it up. Oh, my God. Maddie, edit it out. I'm panicked. Okay, okay. It's <laughs> don't live your life on a need to do basis. What? <laughs> what? So it's like, you know how people say like, oh, it's like on, you're on a need to know basis. So it's like. Sure. I don't think you understand the original <laughs> phrase. Which is a common issue that you run into. It's kind of playing on that. And it's need to do basis where it's like shit that you have to do. So don't live your life on a need to do basis. So don't just go through the motions every day, Maddie. So don't eat. Don't just. Don't get exercise. No. Don't you, no, take no. care of your children. It's, it's, no, Maddie, Maddie, please do not take my MLM quote out of context. You still do the, th- you still do the need to do basis things. Right. You still got to take care of them. Just keep in mind that a like, need to do basis is not a thing. No, it's, not, yeah, yet. It's, not, not yet. Not yet. 
We're, we're groundbreaking here, Maddie. You want, want, want me to just repeat things that other people say? Say their little pretty words. But back you know to that you? if you were to translate, I'm an innovator. If you were to translate the real the meaning of the original <laughs> phrase into the new context, a need to do basis would be like, I don't clean my kitchen until I really need to. So I clean my no, kitchen so on a need to do basis. So what you're saying here mm, is either you don't yeah. do the things when you need to, or you do things more frequently than you need to. So which one? You know what, Maddie? I'm going to be honest with you here. Not quite sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's essentially saying you've got your to-do list. You've got your need to do things, right? Mm-hmm. You need to do your laundry. You need to turn up to your nine to five. Right. But I'm saying don't live your life on a need to do basis. Don't have your entire life just be those things. Have it be so much more. Find uh, financial freedom. Be a boss babe. Buy a lake house. Join my MLM. Retire your husband so he can spend more yes. time at the lake house. Retire your husband and buy a lake house. Yeah. So, so it's not a need-to-do basis. It's a want-to-do basis. <gasps> live your life on a want-to-do basis. Fuck, writing that one down. There you go. Live your life on a want-to-do basis. <sighs> Copyrighted here and now. Um, anyway, that is my win, is that I'm apparently a... But you came up with half a phrase. An and innovator, a visionary, an just incredible forward thinker, a person of the future. Feel of the future? Fee of the future. Oh, cute. Fun. Okay. Put me on Disney. Oh, my God. I really had a vibe dance today. Yeah, we're both, we are both <laughs> medicated today. Yeah, um, I made the mistake of normally I have a vibe dance and like one coffee and I might make it like a little less strong than I normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, I have normal strength coffee now. Normal strength coffee and Vyvanse. Jeff had three coffees in Vyvanse. That's so. so stupid. I can't tell you how stupid uh, that is. Yeah, no, I think it is not a wise move. So. Okay, so Fiona is Woo-hoo. off her absolute nut today. She's off her ADHD meds. I'm feeling like pretty pretty level-headed. So this is going to be an interesting dynamic. Because <laughs> it's really normally the opposite. It's normally me being like, yes, Maddie. Yeah. And today I'm like, I'm forming an MLM. Let's go. My win, thank you for asking. <laughs> What's your win, Maddie? Is that neither of us have tried to start a fight with a teenager on TikTok. Everyone knows there is a, and I'm doing real big air quotes here, war between Gen Z and millennials on TikTok. First of all, it is not a war. The Gen Gen Z, first of all, don't give a shit. Like Gen Z do not care. This is solely very funny for them. And also the majority of millennials also do not care. They're like, this is very embarrassing. But there is a small demographic of millennials who have Mm -hmm. heard random snippets of information and lost yeah. their goddamn minds. Now, this is like something that's been going on for a long time. This is not new intel. But basically, yeah. the long and short of it is that apparently Gen Z think that we shouldn't be able to part our hair on the side and wear skinny jeans. They don't give a shit. They don't they care. They don't care. Like, the, your first mistake here is genuinely assuming that a 16-year-old gives a shit what jeans you're wearing. A 16-year-old doesn't, is not, they're not looking at you. They're not no. thinking about your when jeans. When I was they 16, people who are our age or older were fucking ancient. I used to think that 25 was 40. And that's why I had a breakdown yeah. when I was 25. But the thing is, yes. first of all, they don't care. They're saying it because no. they're teenagers and teenagers say things, right? Yes. What has happened is that a very small minority of millennials have taken that to heart 
And I've now been like, it is my life's mission to tell these little shits that I fought for my right to part my hair on the side. Now, I will always part my hair on the side because with the center part, I look dead ass like Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, I, I tried to do the center part and it is not a vibe. Although I did get validation um, at the McDonald's in Goulburn because two teenage girls there um, were working and one said, I like your hair. And the other said, it's cool. And that was all the validation I ever needed. And let you let me tell you guys, I have a side part. So it's also blue. It's also blue. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. But the thing is, like, I don't <laughs> think that a Gen Z is gonna look at me and be like, she has a side part. Ew. I think Fuck they'd her. look at me with a center part and be like, you look like Billy Ray Cyrus, you look hideous. Like yes. they don't care, right? They do not care. And the other thing as well is if you are a millennial and you actually care what teenagers are talking about. I mean, I did just say that I got like an entire month's worth of external validation from two teenagers working at Macca's Goulburn complimenting my hair. Mm -hmm. But if like someone, a teenager saying they don't like your sense of style has you that riled up, you have so many bigger problems. Here's, I'm ramping up to my real point, which is- Give us a big, big point. First of all, the teenagers don't care. And by Mm -hmm. fighting back at all, you are Mm -hmm. just like, it's so embarrassing. If you are a 30-year-old woman trying to fight with a 16-year-old child about the fact your genes are cool, <laughs> there is no point you can make where you will win. You yeah, are a grown-ass adult fighting with a child. You've already yeah. lost. Take that up a step. If the medium you're choosing to try and prove your point through is a parody song or a rap... <laughs> I don't even know where to start explaining how deeply embarrassing that is. The second you choose song as your format to try and make a comeback at a teenager, you've you've lost in a monumental way that I cannot even quantify. There are just so many layers to it. There are so many layers to it. Why? Why do you care? So my win is that neither of us have recorded a diss track to a child who doesn't like our our genes that's my win yeah, yeah. no yeah, yeah we'll count that yeah. <laughs> and what's your wine my wine is a really specific one and it is that and this is, it came to me like as a vibe it just washed over me this vibe and now that it's hmm. hit me i'm like damn like that that truly i feel is what is meant to happen right and this will surprise you fiona a little bit okay color me intrigued i am mm, feeling a little let down that Niall Horan has not yet taken the leap and moved to Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. Because I just got the vibe this week. And the reason I'll say this will surprise you, Fiona, is because I was was a diehard Zane girl. Yeah. Diehard Zane girl. Deep appreciation for Niall. I think he's the one I'd get along with best. Yeah. But all of a sudden, I got this thought in my head. His relationship history, from what we've heard, has not been very serious and has not been very fruitful. He's about the same age as me, so eventually he's going to want to settle down. Uh-huh. He's said multiple times that he wants to move to Melbourne because that's where his, like, a lot of his family is, and he just loves it here, right? Yeah, he does. So all of a sudden, I was organizing my cupboards the other night, and I was like, no. Niall and I are meant to be together. Like, this isn't even a choice. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, do I want to put any energy into making this happen? No, absolutely not. Oh, my God. But, like, do I have just the inherent knowledge now that Niall and I would be perfect for each other? Absolutely. So now my wine is that I have this burden of knowledge 
that myself and Nahorin would be such a perfect long-term couple. But I don't know what to do with that. Because I'm not, like, obsessed with dating Niall. So I don't want... There's nothing I want to do. I don't want... Like, I don't want to try and make this happen. Anything forced wouldn't make it work. No, I was thinking about this while I was falling asleep last night. He'd have to stumble across, like, this podcast and be familiar with me before we met. Otherwise, the Mm. power dynamic would be completely off. Yeah. So now if you're listening, like, I know I have the vibe too. It's weird for me also. (laughs) But, like, let's meet up. We'll talk about shipwrecks. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's my wine. My wine is that I now just have this burden of knowledge that, like, Niall and I, the universe on some level is, like, have you considered this? And I'm like, I hadn't actually considered that. God, I can't believe you dated one blonde and now... Now it's a brunette, Fiona. What? He has brown hair. Niall Horan? Yeah. No, I mean, to blonde. be honest, I'm on the same page as you. I can look at his hair taken off his head and I'd be like, brown hair, but you put it on Niall and I'm like, blonde boy. So yeah, I understand. he's blonde. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I understand that. But I think okay. he would probably be like, I'm a brunette. Okay. And we'd laugh about it together in our home. So that's my wine is that now I'm like, why have you given me this knowledge universe? Why have you given me this? Yeah. Okay. Well, my wine is that I, I mean, I think we all know, maybe we don't know. I don't know if I've discussed on this podcast, pregnancy, my absolute worst fear. No, thank you. It seems like hell. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was forced to witness by coming across my for you page, a triplet pregnancy and holy shit. No. One bump so big so Mm -hmm. so big i don't know how she wasn't just toppling over but also it was really and also how it doesn't rip off yeah i don't get it like it looks so heavy also it was so weird because she was like there's baby a b and c and like pointing to where they were in her tummy and i was like (gasps) the fact like the fact that you get one in there horrifying to me Yeah. yeah the fact that she has three and knows where they are and like knows which one's which no no I mean, no, like, no identify where like that is so scary to me and like yeah. i want kids like more than anything yeah like that is my like thing i'm like i cannot wait to have kids i'm so excited and i support but this I have, desire of yours i have regular nightmares about pregnancy like the yeah. last one i had was like earlier this week like pregnancy as a concept is just horrifying and then you add in the fact like imagine there's more than one of them in there like imagine more than three. one i'd say like the horror level from like a single baby to twins simply on the pregnancy not on the implications for life um <laughs> is like it's a small step up for me yeah, i feel like, like it's going like a from like 20 percent increase yeah whereas the jump from like twins to triplets in the horror it's like it's it's the you've 160 percent you've blown it out of the water yeah you shouldn't be able to have three kids in you like you just shouldn't there's just no. not room there's barely room for one so your wine is just my one is that I, that it exists, not that it exists, because things can exist, um, but the fact that it exists and came into my sphere of knowledge is upsetting to me. My pregnancy dreams, like the nightmares, mm-hmm. are always, I can see the little hand pressing out or something, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. Like, like an flip. alien. <laughs> and then I thought that was like, not really what happens, but then I've seen people being like, isn't this so cute? I can see its little foot. And I'm like, I, like, I genuinely think that I want kids more than anyone else that I know. Yeah. And like that is almost You're the, you're the top person I know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I really want kids. Yeah. But I just imagine just sitting there and just seeing a little hand. Just never look. Just never pressing. look at your stomach. <laughs> I'm just so scared that it'll just rip through. Just I always wear like a singlet. So I can't do that. But like, yeah, become like never nude for the entire pregnancy. So I just can't <laughs> see it. I trust that hormones will kick in and I'll be like, isn't that precious? I yeah. love my child. But like the nightmares, like 
I'd say that's like the only thing I have like stress dreams about is just like a, a child just ripping its way out of me. Yeah. So that's fun. Shall we move on to the podcast, Maddie? Yeah. So after that uh, beautiful rambling intro, we have a, a highly anticipated among a small community episode today and one that will change lives. Oh my God. It's it such is a good how podcast. to have a scheme retreat. Yeah. And this is something that only we in this entire world can teach you. Yeah. So you're very lucky. Because we're the only people that we ever have heard of doing this. Mm-hmm. Like we invented That's it, right. but I haven't heard of someone else inventing it on their own timeline as well. So no. it's ours. TM. Basically a scheme retreat is when we get together for like a space of like usually three to four days. Yeah. Two to four. Um, and we just like isolate ourselves completely mm-hmm. and fix our entire lives. It's right. what it sounds like. You take yourselves on a retreat just to scheme. Yeah. And that's what we're going to teach you how to do today. Yeah. So let's just kick it off with like the who, what, why, when, where, how, that sort of stuff. So who should be at our scheme retreat, Maddie? Only inner scheme circle. Yeah. No one who will fuck with the vibe. This is crucial. So for us, it is literally only ever us. Yeah. I could I could imagine Liam coming to one. I could imagine Liam coming to part of one. True. Yeah. He'd come for like an afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Or like one day of it. Yeah. <laughs> but this is so essential because you have to have someone else who is on the same vibe and is like, yes, we're isolating ourselves and we are just scheming. Yeah. You can't have someone who's like, should we go out and do this thing? Absolutely no. not. You shouldn't unless it's walking to go buy donuts yeah. or going on like a walk that is specifically scheme related or something like that. Yeah. Like you are just locked in there. And you can't have someone who's, like, going to care about a bedtime. Like, I try my best to have a routine and stuff. Scheme retreat time. Like, if we're awake at 5 a.m., we're awake at 5 a.m. If we wake up at 5 a.m., we wake up at 5 a.m. Like, it's just you got to go with the flow. Pure. Exactly. Pure vibes only. The scheme retreat exists outside of normal time and space. And also, you will know in your own head who is your person in your life who is, like, your scheme buddy who is yeah. on the same level you are like tapped into the same the same bullshit basically yeah that's the only person you do not invite anyone else because otherwise it will not work no we've got the who what about what fiona what is a scheme retreat <laughs> it is a unique opportunity to improve each and every aspect of one's life in a short space of time a crash course in success mm-hmm. and we're going to go more into the what in a moment so this whole we'll thing jump is the is yeah this whole episode is the one and maddie when is it every six months preferably at an astrologically optimum time for minimum two nights so the when can vary but for us we've found that pretty much every six months it is it feels like it is time for a new scheme retreat yeah but you don't want to force it like you don't want to be like oh scheme retreat time like we'll both just kind of be like i need a scheme retreat soon yeah it's like yeah if you try and do it more frequently than that then it's not special like you can do other things more frequently but a scheme retreat like you you really want to keep it to a maximum of two a year and you also want to have time to like implement the things that you planned out during the scheme retreat and see what difference they make on your life like it's meant to be a bit of like a refresher like if you only have three months you shouldn't need a refresher yet you should still be in your stride from the last one yeah and a key tenant of the scheme retreat is that you're meant to be thinking big. So if you're thinking, okay, we'll come back and reassess in two months, that's not thinking big enough. This is, I'm changing my entire life Mm -hmm. and then we'll take it up a notch again in maybe six months time. But you're not thinking about the next one. You're just thinking about the now. And why we say minimum two nights is because there are so many waves. You really have to like- Ride that wave. Get in the right mood. Yeah. And that takes a while. And also you're going to want to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, we have never ticked off, I think, every single thing we want to do in a scheme retreat <laughs> no, by the time it never. ends. 
Because yeah. life gets in the way, you know? It truly do. Sleeping gets in the way, mainly. Oh, so annoying. Where, Fiona, where will we hold this scheme retreat? We should be an Airbnb or, like, a nice hotel, just, like, something that's very neutral. Um, so whenever we're booking, like, an Airbnb for a scheme retreat, it'll be just, like, the most generic, basic apartment. I don't want your personality there. If there's any red furniture, I will stress out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and if someone has like a house that's good, you can go for it. Like if there's like the right vibe there or you can create the right vibe by like fully cleaning the place, having like yeah. a specific candle for it. Like when I visit you in a couple of weeks, we'll have a mini scheme retreat. Exactly. And that'll and just be in my apartment. But the just key be in your apartment. here is that it needs to be like a blank space. Yeah. Like it basically needs to be like a blank canvas where you have everything you need, but there isn't a bunch of like random crap distracting you. And the reason exactly. that an Airbnb or a hotel is optimum is that it is such a neutral space. Like yeah. it is just a blank canvas. So you're not bringing your baggage from like what you're meant to be doing at home into the scene. Yeah. And retreat. also a lot of the time people live with other people. Mm-hmm. So like people have their, like their partners or their housemates or their family and you don't want any other energy messing with that. Exactly. So. Like we couldn't have had a scheme retreat in my house had I not been dumped. So thank you. No. Too much. We like lived together like we lived across the hall from each other for like six months and we just never had a scheme retreat because where would we have had it? Exactly. It was a pandemic. And we couldn't like kick one of them out. So And even if we had the vibe just wouldn't have been right. No. So where Right now, honestly, yeah, an Airbnb. And it doesn't need to be yeah. a fancy one. It doesn't need to be, like, the perfect Airbnb in the perfect location. Like, we always pick somewhere that is just, like, in a basic apartment building somewhere in the city. Yeah. Because, like, you're not there to be like, well, let's go for ocean walks. Although we did do one near the beach once, and that was fun. That was fun. But you are yeah. you are locking just yourself neutral. in this in this apartment for the, yeah. basically the entire time. And why should I have a scheme retreat, Maddie? If you have to ask this question, it is not right for you. Correct answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when we're making a scheme retreat, now we'll go into the nitty gritty of it all. Mm-hmm. Pre-planning is really important. So you want to, before you get there, kind of have some idea. It doesn't have to be written down. Just like have a think about it of things that are like goals you want to achieve, routines you want to get into, any big dreams. Like start planning for what? you know, you want from your life. And it's also good as well to get notes from other people if you need those in advance. So like, I would always get like Liam or Riley to write down. I mean, Riley was so bad at writing down my floors, so I gave up on her. Yeah. But I'd be like, send me my flaws and send me my strengths in a list so I know what I'm working with. Yeah. So the first steps for us is we we decide on the date and we decide where we're going to have it. Yeah. But then from there, we kind of come up with a little itinerary. And we're like, yes. what are we going to want to do? Now, this is not calendar blocking. We're not saying this is what we're doing every minute of the day. Because, no. like, being able to go with the vibe is an important part. But mm-hmm. having some sort of itinerary in mind then helps you figure out what it is that you need to pre-plan. Yeah, I would even say it's like an itinerary. It's kind of just like a list of things we want to do. And then we do them when we feel like it. Although sometimes so, we do organize it into, like, a little an itinerary sort of vibe. True, yeah. We'll be like, Monday morning, around. do this. Because yeah. otherwise you d- it just gets away from you and it's been three days and you haven't finished it. But Oopsie. one of the things that Fiona has just mentioned is like one scheme retreat, we were like, we really want to do some reflecting on like, what are our strengths and what are areas for improvement? So prior to having the scheme retreat, we both got some other people to list our areas of improvement and strengths for us. And then once we got there, we wrote those lists for each other. Yeah. And we did them for like personal and for business. Yeah. So that's pre-planning that you can do. And also you want to have an idea of what you want to achieve in the scheme retreat before you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also, if there's anything specific 
that you're like, I really want to do this or like, I really want to focus on this. One time I came with like a full PowerPoint presentation. Oh my God, I just remembered that. It was so great. Um, so you want to, this isn't something where you show up and start from like step Scratch. one. You yeah. do your prep work so that once you get to the scheme retreat, you have everything you need and you can just like go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We have a list of things that you should take to a scheme retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just go through them. Yep. The first thing is snacks. So you can order in food at a scheme retreat. And also we mm-hmm. tend to do a little supermarket shop at the start. But yeah. the point is you don't want to have to be going out. You want to be able to stay in this little area. And you also don't want to spend a lot of time cooking each day. Yeah. So you want snacks. We like a mix of healthy and unhealthy ones. So like we just fun snacks basically and then things to eat to balance it out when we feel sick because we've eaten too much crap. Um, and easy meals to make. So whether that is like just getting some like chicken fingers that were already cooked at Woolies and I can just reheat them. The point here is just bring food, bring snacks. You don't want to have to be, yeah, you don't want to have to be cooking and you don't want to be like, oh no, I don't have anything to eat, you know? Yeah. You also want to have a variety of coffee. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there could be a cafe nearby that you can head to. uh, And you also want to have coffee in the house for when you need it because it's going to be 3 a.m. at some point and you're like, I need another coffee. So if it's like a pre-made coffee, if it's instant coffee, if it's iced coffee, like you just want to have your variety of options. Yeah, we tend to have like, we need to know that there's coffee that we can go out and get nearby, but I will always have like a big thing of like dare iced coffee. Yeah, you'll have the dare. Yeah, and I'll just have little instant coffee. Um, The obvious one, laptops. Bring your laptops, bring your iPads, bring whatever kind of technology you're going to need. Yep. Also, uh, for vision boarding and just scrapbooking, everything like that, you need magazine clippings or a printer for printing things out. Mm -hmm. If you don't have magazine clippings, you can also just like bring the magazines. I would always grab the Jetstar one on the way to Melbourne and then be like, perfect, great. Um, So yeah. If you're anything like us, you probably have like a little... A stash. Yeah, a stash of clippings. So like I have an entire folder of just like things I've cut out of magazines that I can use for vision boards. And I would bring that whole folder with me. And then Fiona usually rocks up with a couple of the Jetstar magazines so we can get some fresh, some fresh clippings. So bring things to make um, vision boards. And in addition to that, bring other various stationary items you'll need. So you'll probably need glue for vision boards and like cardboard Mm -hmm. for vision boards. Scissors. You'll also need just a lot of pens and highlighters any stationery that you could possibly think of that you may need, bring it with you. Yeah. Also, you need notebooks. So I have a specific Moon Cult notebook that I only use for either like scheme retreats or if I'm like planning out big things in my life. Like it's not for just like, you know, general scheming. It's like, this is my entire life in print here and it has vision boards in it. It has a lot of different ways that I like to plan out my life. Uh, So I have a Moon Cult one, but if you don't like, You just need to bring all the notebooks that are going to be relevant for that. Yeah. Honestly, we both end up like, I always end up bringing like pretty much a suitcase of stuff. Yeah. For like three (laughs) days. Because I'm like, if I need this notebook and I don't have it with me, well, that's on me. So I will bring like uh, every notebook that I'm currently using. Yeah. I have like, I have my Mooncot one, but then I also have other ones that I will bring if they're going to be relevant for different areas of my life. So yeah. Um, And you can also, if you're like, I don't feel like I have what I need, buy a fresh notebook right before the scheme retreat. Fiona did this very successfully one time. Yeah, now it's the Moon Cult notebook. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Um, Another obvious one is not necessarily what to bring, but like just something to keep in mind is just stay hydrated. Yeah. If you're not hydrated, first of all, like we're huge on hydration here at the Cabbie Boobs podcast. But if you are not hydrated, your brain shuts down. 
Yeah. Like half the time if you're like, I feel so tired, it is because you're dehydrated. You're either yeah. hungry or you're dehydrated. So mm-hmm. bring like well, a giant. Or you need that seventh coffee at 2 a.m. <laughs> That's right. But bring like a, a big, nice water bottle or cup that you can just keep refilling. Yeah. You also need to bring tarot cards, if that's your thing. Although I feel like if you're going on a ski retreat, it's probably your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, tarot. It's There's always, you have to, as you guys know, you have to wait for the vibe to be right for tarot. But at some point during the ski retreat, the vibe will be right. And you'll want to, you'll want to listen to the cards and listen to the universe. Yeah, because a key component of the ski retreat is like, product. it's productivity based. It is getting sure. all your shit together. But then there is a point where you're like, I am ready for the universe to speak. And give me some guidance. And that is when the tarot cards came in and also crystals and random things like that that kind of bring the moon cult universe vibe energy in. Yeah, a lot of the time Maddie will bring like those types of things because we've usually had it in Melbourne. Yes, and so like for me rather than Yeah, she'll be closer. Yeah, me bring like a bunch of rocks and cards on a plane, like in my like seven kilo Jetstar hand luggage. (laughs) Yeah. Um, also, regarding uniform for the weekend or scheme retreat time is comfy clothes. Yeah. You don't it's you don't dress up. It's not like a taking photos weekend. It's not to look good and you know, it's it's none of that. You just want to be comfortable. So bring several pairs of pajamas and loungewear and whatever you want. And also blankets, which yeah. are just comfy. Like sometimes a component of it will be that you're like, I just want to like be put together for this part, whether you are taking photos for something or you are just like, I just feel like it. So obviously bring whatever clothes you feel like you need, but your main uniform, as Fiona said, needs to be comfy clothes, but not like slobby clothes. So not clothes that you get into and you're like, it's pajama time, it's bedtime. Like leggings. Or like like, the shirt I wear to dye my hair. Like it's not that vibe. Yeah. So wear like maybe some leggings, big jumpers are always the vibe. Comfy clothes, Mm. but the clothes that make you feel like cozy and ready to scheme rather than like, I feel like a slob and all I want to do is sleep. Absolutely. Also, Yeah. yeah, on the note of like wearing clothes for photos and stuff, the point of this is not Instagram. The point of this is not to look good. You're not even implementing schemes if you're like trying to make a boy like you by looking like you're doing something. This isn't the time for that. So don't think from a putting it on social media perspective. Oh yeah, we work. share like pretty much nothing of what we do during the scheme retreat yeah. on social it'll be media. Like, it'll be like a flat lay that Maddie set up and then I also took a photo of at the start of it and then like maybe a sunset or a yeah, sunrise. But what I mean about like sometimes you will want to take photos is like sometimes part of our scheme retreat will be like I want to take some photos for my website. True. Or yeah. like it'll just go hand in hand that we want to record like an IGTV for our business accounts or something. Yeah. So that's, that's always like I on mean. the last day as well as well. I but find honestly, that it's always the last one. Yeah. As a blanket rule, you've you've hit the nail on the head with a point that I think we honestly haven't written in our notes, and that is nothing about this is really for you to share. You yeah. can put, like, a cute photo of the tarot cards. That's fine. But, like, yeah. you're, what you're doing over this scheme retreat, it is like being, like, a weird little mole that is burrowing away <laughs> and, like, really scheming is. and scheming and scheming. And then you reemerge. And that's when you can do all of your, like, outward scheming, like, posting yeah. things on Instagram. That's this probably why we get so gathering. many questions. That's probably why we get so many questions about this because we talk about scheme retreats a lot and they are very helpful to us and to our lives, but we don't post about them while we're there. So that's probably why we get so many questions because they're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You just go to an Airbnb for four days and come out changed women. We're like, yeah. Yeah, all they get is like it. the photo of when we do the tarot cards and like maybe if we go buy some donuts. Yeah. That is like all you get the photos of and we're like in this one bedroom apartment for like four days Like making transformations. Straight. Yeah. So it's not like you cannot share anything. Yeah, it's not but a But the hard things role. you are doing here, it is not for the purpose of sharing. And quite frankly, <laughs> no. 
if you were sharing what you're doing at the scheme retreat, you are revealing your entire soul to the world. Yeah, so you would either reveal you your entire reveal soul to the world or, or you you're not that? going deep enough or you're not going deep enough for the scheme retreat. So either way, it's probably not working out. Anyway. If there is a scheme in mind that you want to execute, the retreat is the time to plan it, yes. not to execute it. Yeah. Yeah. The next one that you want to bring is a treaty. Mm-hmm. So you want to have something that makes you feel a little more affluent, which I guess could have gone under the snacks category, but I feel like this is a different one. Where, like it's separate snacks is for sustenance, the little treaty is for the vibe. So like yeah. for this, we've written like those donuts because we once did a scheme retreat right near a really cool donut shop. And they were just really good. Or like we're having like, what a fun little treat for us. Yeah, or like having kombucha or like a fancy cheese, or like maybe there's like a an easy to make ravioli that you just want to get from the supermarket, but it's like ten dollars and you're like, fuck it. Today's the day. Scheme treat. Now, switching up from like the sustenance necessities, um, a totem is something you can bring. <laughs> and this is something that Fiona does more than I do, so I'll let her explain it. What do I do? Wait, no, I'm confused by this one. Isn't the totem for you when you've like bought something that signifies new Fiona and you bring oh, that along? Oh, true. If I am creating a new version of me, that is relevant, true. So if I'm like ready for a Fiona 11 point, I would have fuck up level I'm up to now I've honestly lost count but if I'm trying to create Fiona 12.0 and I know that she drinks kombucha every morning then I need to bring a physical thing to represent that or I know that she's going to be using a specific notebook and she's going to be born after the scheme retreat so I bring that notebook so yeah no that that's that is relevant that's fair yeah so this isn't an essential but if there is a physical object that you're like I don't necessarily have a practical use for this but this object signifies to me the transformation I'm trying to undergo via this scheme retreat just bring it along or even it's just like the vibe like you're like I need to have this random framed photo of my dog because it is the vibe for this scheme retreat bring it yeah Better honestly, the policy here is like if you think you might need it, bring it. If you had yeah. it with a suitcase, fine. Um, <laughs> circling back to when we were talking about the appropriate way to be taking photos, mm-hmm. and I usually will take photos for like my website or for my work Instagram or something, or just like because part of my scheme is like setting up something to do with like social media, right? Yeah, business in general. So yeah. I will bring props that I might want to use in those photos so this will be like coffee table books notebooks candles a specific mug like if you want to take photos on this scheme retreat and it pertains to a future scheme and not just publicizing the scheme retreat yeah bring the photo props better to have them than not and similarly bring a camera obviously if you want to take photos or film something yeah Uh, and also the second to last one is (laughs) just scent maker so we usually go for candles. We're candle yeah. people. Uh, but, you know, maybe one of those little, what are they called? Like the an reed oil diffuser. diffusers? Yeah, oil yeah, diffuser. Have, like, an essential oil diffuser, a reed diffuser, candles. Scent Something is that such makes an it important part of life as we've, we've drilled this into you guys. But it's a really <laughs> important part of the scheme retreat. And so we try to have multiple different candles so we can switch up the scent for different vibes. Yeah. Um, you might not want to bring candles. In that case, bring, a, I don't know, essential oils, a room spray, just some sort of scent that can set the tone for different different areas of... Different activities. Yeah, your scheme retreat. And the final thing, and this is the most important thing to bring with you on a scheme retreat, is an open mind. Keep it open, baby. You can have your itinerary. You can have an idea of what it is that you're trying to achieve on this scheme retreat. 
But honestly, the retreat will take you where the retreat needs to take you. And you also need to be open to constructive criticism and suggestion, both from your companion yep. and the universe. Yep. So an open mind. That is our, our little two-take list, our little mm-hmm. checking, your packing, packing checklist. Oh, one thing I will say Oh yeah. is that, generally speaking, we won't be able to avoid this on our next one, but, like, the scheme <laughs> retreat is not really a place to bring, like, pets. Oh, yeah, no, you don't want responsibility around. No, you don't want responsibilities. This is a weekend for, like, frivolity and solely focusing on yourself. Yeah. Speaking of solely focusing on yourself, what sort of activities, what are we actually going to be doing <laughs> during the scheme retreat? Yeah, so we've written out like a list of things that we typically do on a scheme retreat. You might have something that suits you better. So this is kind of like a guideline to use. But if you're like, I really vibe with this way of talking to the universe. I really vibe with this way for understanding who I am and how I can improve. Feel free to slot it in. Like this is not set in stone. Uh, But the first one that we will usually do is have an introductory meeting so that we can set our agenda, say what we both want to get out of this scheme retreat and what Mm -hmm. we want to explore and talk about and do. Um, And it can be changed. Like you'll kind of be like, oh, like tomorrow morning we'll do this. If you wake up tomorrow morning and that's not the vibe, it can be flexible. But you just want to make sure that you kind of have some space to get the things that are most important to you done. Yeah, because you will have the idea of like, we're here for four days. We're going to be able to do so much. That four days will fly. And if you do not set a clear agenda and also just make sure you're both on the same page at the very start. Yeah. It, it You're going to miss out on so much, guys, truly. And also one real benefit of the introductory meeting is that you're both like, it's like the, the opening ceremony of the Olympics. Yeah, like setting it's a like, tone. It's like, we are here. It has yeah. begun. Respect the aura of the scheme retreat. <laughs> now, a really important thing to do. Yeah. And you may have had this in your little noggins when we were just talking about what a scheme retreat is and the fact you're locking yourself in an apartment is to induce cabin fever however necessary. You want to lose sense of time. We're so good at this. So you want to set an agenda so you know what you're doing, but that's a necessity so that you then can completely lose all sense of time. You need to let the day or night take you wherever it needs to go. Sometimes that will be watching an hour long documentary about Jojo. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it will be a tarot reading, whatever. We'll get to all of that later. Yeah, but we did read a lot of Hey Violet fanfic. We like, really did. You just got to go where the night takes you. And sometimes you do. Sometimes it's not all constructive, but it's like we need to get over this and let our brains have a break and then we can get back into the meat of it. God, now but I think about it, this is such an ADHD mood. It really is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the important thing is that what you're doing in order to have this scheme retreat is inducing a state of intense cabin fever as quickly and thoroughly as possible. Induce your cabin fever. And another way to induce that cabin fever is... Hate hate intrigue watching. Slash intrigue watching. I don't think that's necessary for cabin fever, though, because we do do that even before recording the podcast if we need to get in the right mood. Yeah, we're inducing cabin fever to record the podcast, Fiona. Oh, true. It is the cabin fever podcast. Yes, it sure Uh, is. If Riley ever listened to the podcast, she'd be like, oh, my God, they said the name in the thing. She gets very excited when that happens in movies and TV shows. Hate and intrigue watching, it's one (laughs) way into cabin fever, but it also is just generally an activity. And when we say hate slash intrigue watching... We're not saying just sit down and watch someone you don't like for the sake of it. Sometimes that is fun. But we have specific people who are such fucking messes that when we watch their videos, we're like, wow, this puts everything in perspective. It makes us feel capable. It makes us feel organized (laughs) and productive and talented and wonderful. And just like sometimes watching an example of how not to do it. 
is yeah. the best way to get yourself in the mindset to do it. And also intrigue watching is good because it just opens your mind to how other people function. Like it's another good opening mind activity because you're like, this is insane. This is not my world at all. Okay, what does my world look like? Inspiration comes from the, the strangest places sometimes. Yeah. What's another activity we would do on a scheme retreat? Well, you can do actual info gathering from those as well. So it can either be from the videos or just from life in general. If you're like, I want to figure out the perfect morning routine for myself, then you'll have time where you're literally just watching videos about morning routines, reading articles about morning routines, doing all of that. So gathering information in general is a large part of it. And it'll kind of just be scattered throughout the Like Sometimes we will watch videos of people who are like, like we... I swear we discovered like Vanessa Lau right before a scheme retreat. We did. And then did. we just watched a bunch of Vanessa Lau's videos at we the scheme did. retreat. Yeah. So like you have enough time on a scheme retreat to do things like go down a YouTube hole of someone who is an expert in a field that you are interested in. Yeah. Or if you've been wanting to learn about a certain thing, you're like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to spend three hours just doing that because what else am I doing? I'm here to improve my life. That will improve my life. That's my activity. Yeah. As long as it's like something intentional that links into an actual goal of yours and not just ADHD kicking in and you're looking up shipwrecks. I mean, you'll also do hours. that though. <laughs> but generally I would try not to on a scheme retreat. Yeah. Like I'd be true. like, that is a hole for me to go, ta- go down on my own time. I mean, Whereas we if say I that, but we down, did read... Hey Violet fanfics for like That's several true. hours. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if you don't have ADHD, it'll probably be easier for you. And also what's life like? Uh, not everything on a scheme retreat has to be done together. So sometimes we will yeah. watch these things together, but sometimes we will go off and do our info gathering and our research on our own. And then we'll come, come back together for the next activity. Yeah, yeah. And we'll present our findings. That is another one of them is presentations. Yeah. So it can be literally about like, I mean, you did your PowerPoint that one time before we started. Yeah. Presentations on things that you've decided you want to change. Even just talking out, like if I've created a new routine, I'll just want to say it to Maddie to be like, here it is. I'm putting it back in the universe. Like I'm expressing what, and she can also correct it and stuff. So the sharing of work is important. Yeah, it's like if you have a new idea that you're excited about, whether it's like a business plan or like me writing a book or like mm-hmm. basically anything that is a new idea and you want to talk it over, Yeah, this is the place for that. Yeah. You can be like, I would like to have an hour later on where I can tell you about this idea and we can talk it through. 100%. Perfect. That is exactly what the scheme retreat is for. Similarly, we've been over this a bunch of times, but you can take photos for your Instagram, blog, website, whatever. If yeah. there is something that like will be easier for you to do, over this scheme retreat than it would be in your normal environment, just do it. Don't overthink it. Circling back to similar to presentations for the review of the group, Mm -hmm. um, any scheme that you've come up with, it doesn't have to be like a normal business plan. If you're just like, here's my crazy ass thing that I've thought of that I wanna do, you would pretty much present that in the same way you would a business idea or a morning routine or anything else. So any scheme in your entire life that needs to be revealed and probably built upon this is the time this is obviously the time for that yeah the next one we've already talked about it but tarot reading your tarot cards listening to the universe gotta be done no more to be said very important one to really set time aside for like we will clear everything else out and we'll be like this is tarot evening it goes on for as long as it needs to yeah we take notes on the tarot cards if your tarot cards are gonna work you need to respect the process anyway um But yeah, tarot cards, a huge one. And just generally having that vibe on the tarot evening Mm -hmm. that like, this is the time where if the universe needs to communicate anything, now is the time I am listening. Let's go. Yeah. This is one that you will really need to do with the right person. The right person. Absolutely. And it is assessment of strengths and areas of opportunity. 
and this is something we touched on a little bit earlier, but it is basically like a performance review of you as a person. Yeah. And that's why it is so important that you only have like the core crew at the scheme retreat. Honestly, ideally just two people. Yeah. Because this needs to be an area where like you are open to taking on constructive criticism. Yeah. And you also know that the other person is not going to use it as an opportunity to just try and like fuck with you. Yeah. and And also that they're coming from a place where they want to see you succeed. Yeah. Like if we say something to each other in a, this is an area for opportunity. It's not me being like, fuck you, Maddie, do this. Or like, you're ruining this. It's literally just saying, here's an area that we can do it. And then you would say, yep, great. How can I fix that? Because you want to be able to optimize yourself from this game retreat. Yeah. It's not just like strengths and weaknesses because weaknesses, yeah. like you can go in on someone and there's nothing good coming out of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas with strengths and areas of opportunity or areas for growth, are things that are like, here's something where I think you could be doing better. And sometimes that is just like, you are, you're not that open to criticism or like you're resisting (laughs) change or like, here's something that I think you could do better in your business. It's not saying you're doing poorly here. It's saying, here's something that I see as like an area of opportunity for you. Um, And it's not sugarcoated. Like we very much will be like, here is something that I think is holding you back. Yeah. But and that's why we do it in personal and business as well, because we want to separate areas for personal growth and areas for professional growth, because it's just important to do that. Like you want yeah. to address them both separately. Yeah. So it is helpful to separate it. I wouldn't do like a bunch of different categories, but definitely separating yeah. like you as a person and then you and your, your various endeavors. Yeah. Your businesses, your helpful. careers, your, Yeah. Yeah. And, and because you're both doing this back and forth, it's not like one of you being... It's not like a roast. <laughs> having an arena where it's designed for this purpose takes a lot of the element of like defensiveness out of it because you're mm. sitting down and you're agreeing and saying, we're both going to, to come up with three of these things for each other. And like, this is the safe space to, to present that information. Yeah. And sometimes we will come already with like um, lists from you. You would have Liam do it and I would have had like Will come up with... Yeah. Like some strengths and some areas of opportunity. That they can identify as well. Yeah, so you can bring in information from other people. And I think we also tend to write them for ourselves. Yeah, we write them for ourselves as well. Yeah. yeah. So that's an important one because a big part of the scheme retreat is actually looking forward and wanting to grow and change. Yeah. And you so, can't do that if you don't acknowledge things that need to be you're fixed. Yeah. yeah, and also things that you're good at because then you know how to capitalize on them. Like yeah. That's one of our main pet peeves is like, when people are like, oh, anyone can be this. I'm like, no, they can't. No, they like, can't. Like, look at your strengths. Look at the things that you can improve on and, like, capitalize on your life in that way. I because, saw someone on TikTok yeah. the other day saying that anyone can become a good singer if they have the right lessons. And I laughed for so long because I'm like, absolutely not. Like, an okay singer can become really good with the right training. But yeah. if you just deadass can't sing, then you deadass can't sing. Yeah. Like, that's reality. Like, you have natural strengths. Yeah, and, and it's, it's also it's also choice. about figuring out what the like what those are so you know where to make your money and where to have your creativity. Because if you're a passionate singer and you love singing, but you're not that great, figure out what your strengths are, make your money from that, and do singing as a hobby. As or a thing maybe that you you're really inside. good at songwriting, and so you lean into the songwriting element of it, and you're like, weak vocals don't matter as much. Like the whole point of assessing your strengths is that we can all have like little It'll ideas in our head of what them. we're good at. But it means something very different to come from someone else. And also someone else might say like a small thing about you that they view as a strength that you wouldn't have ever thought of. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So 
and it also just balances out the areas of, for improvement. Yeah, that's good. And especially when it comes to like the business side of things, it's really hard when you're in your own head to figure out like what it is about you that is actually really beneficial and could be an asset. Whereas when you have someone come in from the outside and be like, hey, I think that you are actually very good at like creative problem solving or you are very good at like explaining things to people who are new to this area. Things like that that are strengths that this person is highlighting intentionally for you to then use to grow. Yeah. That's stuff that would take a lot longer for you to kind of like unpack on your own. Figure out on your own. Yeah. It's just having an outside perspective on every element of your life just helps because it's just good. Yeah. And like we said, it doesn't have to change what your goals are, but there are many different ways to achieve pretty much any goal. And the best way to do it is to play to your own strengths. And you can't play to your strengths if you don't know what they are. Exactly. A little performance Uh, review. There's also time if you want to do it for actual work or productivity. So like, as Maddie said, like taking photos for a website, if you have like just general work that you need to get on with, I've always taken like a bit of time off from my day jobs to do these because I don't want to be replying to other people's emails all day, every day. But if you are in the mood to be planning content for something, like that's one of the ones that, oh, I might do on a scheme retreat because that's where I feel creatively fueled and it makes sense to do it. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, the point is not that, like, you can't do any normal work. It's that you're not, like, answerable to anyone outside the scheme retreat. So you don't have obligations to be, like, replying to emails or have, like, meetings. Obviously, some things are unavoidable. Yeah. But for the most part, you don't want to have any obligations outside that scheme retreat. I think it's the, the obligations one that's the main thing. Like, if I want to do work, I'll do work, but I'm not forced to. Yeah. Or I'm not forced to at a specific time. I might be like, I have to do this, this, and this, but it's not like I have to do it between 8 and 10. Yeah. So you can be productive. You can work on things. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just go with the vibe. Yeah. Another one we've already talked about, vision boards and collaging. Duh. <laughs> Big duh. Collaging. Yeah. You want to make, make a vision board for your new life. And yeah. sometimes it's just like a nice reset activity to figure out what the vibe is moving forward. Mm. Or when you're both like, our brains are kind of dead. You just like put on a TV show, make some vision boards. And cut out some it's pretty still, things. Yeah, exactly. Also, setting new goals and reviewing your old ones, kind Mm -hmm. of obvious, I think, but in the same way that you'll be like setting routines and doing all that, you just want to kind of figure out what you actually want from life, what you want from your career, what you want from your personal life, what you want from every element of your life, review the goals that you've already been setting and how they're going, how they can be improved, maybe they don't matter anymore, focus on your goals. It's like, that's why we don't do news resolutions that much, because we're like, this is the time that we set our goals, this is the time that we We do New Year's resolutions, but it's like we then would check in on those Yeah, it's not like our one time of the year to set a goal. No. And um, it is really important because if you're not checking in with your goals, like, you are never going to grow. And I think this is an important one, not just checking in on your own. Like, we check in with each other on our goals. Yeah, be like, okay, how's that going? Like, what is happening? And so then we can have a conversation of, like, why isn't this one getting done? Yeah. Is it, like, is there something that you feel like you're not equipped? Is it freaking you out? Or does it just not matter? Yeah. And then obviously setting new goals like yeah duh that's like one of the main tenets one of the main little tent poles setting new goals and figuring out how you're going to achieve them which i guess is like an unspoken part of goal setting for us because that's what we always do but you got to do it right yeah you need to leave the scheme retreat with a game plan basically yeah um and that includes checking in with upcoming astro shit which is basically just look at like (laughs) when you're having your big scheme which you don't really know when the big scheme will happen but you'll know when you're there and it's when you're like looking at your entire life and a giant calendar 
Yeah. You want to factor in the moon. You want to factor in retrogrades. We will make a moon cult episode. We keep saying this, but it's because it's such an intimidating topic. But for the purposes of the scheme retreat, when you have your big life calendar in front of you, when you hit that <laughs> moment, look up yeah. all of the new moons and full moons, put them in your calendar, find out when all the planets are going retrograde and going direct for like the rest of the year, basically. <laughs> for the next 10 years. <laughs> and then when you have those basic astrological events mapped out, you can use that to start working your schemes around it. Like you could say, okay, there's something that I really want to start, like a shorter project that I really want to start soon. Look at when the next new moon is, start the project on that new moon. Perfect. It just helps you figure out when you want to schedule different things in. Yeah. Fiona's already touched on this one, but content planning, and this is one that like she's touched on kind of in terms of like your work, or yeah. like if you have like an actual brand. But content planning, I find, can be a really good way of getting in touch with who it is that I'm trying to become. So like thinking about like, what does this next version of me like post on social media? Does she post more? Does she post less? Does she post a different kind of content? Sure, it's like assessing your branding. Yeah. Are there things that I want to share more of? Like, do I want to share more of my music? Do I want to share more of my writing? Do I want to kind of like take my photography up a step? So just planning what sort of stuff you want to post on social media can be a really good way to just get in touch with like who it is that you are trying to become and what your goals are moving forward. Yeah. Another one is bucket lists, five-year plans, large-scale planning. So this is kind of covered in goals, but this is just when you can think of things that cover your whole life, like everything that you want to achieve over the next forever. Um, So yeah, if you have things that you've been wanting to get down on paper, like a five-year plan to reach a goal that you want to achieve or do something within your business or do something within your personal life, whatever it may be, this is the time to be like, okay, now is when I map it out. Now is when I say, how do I get there in 10 years? How do I get there in 15 years? What's my bucket list? It's or even all if the you've larger just wanting scale. To like, even if you've just been wanting to write down like a travel list, like yeah. anything like that. And this is, I think, an important time for us to just remind you, you do not have to do all of these things in your scheme retreat. No. These are just like <laughs> ideas of activities you can do. And True. once you've done these once, like once you've got your five-year plan, then that just becomes another set of goals that you're checking in with and seeing where you are. Yeah. So you're not having to do all of this. Honestly, you can have a scheme retreat and you only really do like goals, tarot, and a bit of scheming. Yeah. Like that's still fine. If you feel like you've got what you need to move forward, all good. Yeah. And I know that we've said that a big part of this is the cabin fever element and is like really secluding yourself in this one physical space. (laughs) But sometimes you do really reach a point where you need to get out of there. You need to remember what the world is like. You need to just like basically not be stuck in the apartment. Yeah. And because if you're doing this somewhere that you don't normally live, that's a little bit fun. So go out and get a coffee. Yeah. Um, and just like have a walk around, pick somewhere that is like nearby to wherever you are, that is just like nice to be and just have a walk around, clear your head. And like, you will find that more ideas start coming to you. Um, But when it comes specifically to going out and getting coffee, one thing that we do tend to do at the very end of a scheme retreat is once we've like checked out of the Airbnb, scheme Mm -hmm. retreat is over, we will then go to a cafe and have like a a wrap up, a wrap up scheme sesh. Yeah, to just get like all those little loose ends tied up so yeah. you don't feel rushed to do that because you don't want to feel rushed at any point in the scheme retreat. So once no. we're out of that space and we're like, okay, we've checked out, I've got four hours to my flight, let's go to a cafe and just like finalize it all, wrap it all up, and then we don't have to think about it again. Like you're still going to think about your goals and everything, but you're not like, 
you don't have to induce cabin fever again. Yeah, just one. making sure that you have your next steps really clear. And sometimes just going to a cafe, being out of the cabin fever, being back in the world mm-hmm. and in an environment that you normally would do some productive stuff in. Yeah. It's a nice little, like a little halfway house out of the schema tree. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> kind of like the obvious one, which is part of almost everything we've touched on here is and also- the name of the event. And the name of the event is scheming. Like, it just in case it wasn't obvious, you will be doing some scheming. So this is just like sitting down and chatting about anything that comes up, whether it's like your entire life is going to change and you're going to transform everything, or it's just tackling things one at a time. You want to be scheming and planning for the future. There are a few areas that we kind of like to cover. So obviously career is one that we talk about, um, relationships and personal life, your overall goals um, and also more specific ones. So you want to go big and you want to go small. Like it's for scheming every level of goal and every part of your life. Yeah. And also just basic life changes. Like I love changing up my routine when I go to a scheme retreat. Maybe you're like, my new wardrobe is going to be focusing more on these tones that I already have. Like just whatever you want to do to transform yourself and you make up routine. Maybe you're going to be a bitch who wears lipstick now. Like whatever it is. Yeah. So scheme scheming it. at its essence is just creative problem solving. Like if you're like, how do we start scheming? Just sit down and be like, what's something that I want to change or a problem I want to solve? And then be like, what's the most batshit insane way I can solve this? Yeah. Like not necessarily the, the most insane way, but just be like, I've got a problem. Let's sit down, throw your preconceptions out the window and think what is the most efficient way of solving this problem for me? I think it's also like looking at it holistically. So you're not just like solving one problem or one goal or setting one goal or fixing one part of your life because it's such a holistic approach, even though doing A, B and C, like maybe going, getting from A to B for one task could be very obvious. But when you take all your other tasks into consideration, all your other goals, all the other changes that you want to make, it might be that you want to take a different approach because it's going to hit off the other elements. Does that make sense? Yes, like, it's like a patchwork quilt. Yeah. Like each little plan is a one little square of the patchwork quilt. And then yeah. the scheme, the grand scheme overall is the quilt. That beautiful finished quilt at that farmhouse near your grandmother's. I do have an Amish quilt from an Amish person from Indiana from when I was a child. So. What a little treat. That's what I was envisioning when I was thrusting my arms out and indicating <laughs> about the quilt. Um, if you are like me, Part of your scheme may be like, I am in love with this person. They're not in love with me right now. How do I fix that? And like part of that scheme will be, you know, fix all these other areas of your life. Yeah. Like a scheme is also like a tree where you start with the trunk and you're like, I want to solve this problem. And the problem might be my whole life. And then it branches <laughs> out, you know, it branches out. And there are other little mm-hmm. mini schemes. Oh. Yeah. You need to just, just be ready. Going. <laughs> yeah. It went. It's a tree. Oh. Okay, sorry. The trunk is sorry. fixing your line. I thought I thought and like flowers go, were going to bloom screens. and there were positive opportunities or something. No, it's gonna literally it I'm just like looking out uh, the window and thinking what's something that has one big thing and lots of small things are true. That's fair. Yeah. Or a An little, octopus. Um, a, 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 what's the ch- string cheese? Just the one where you peel it off, but you keep a solid base. No, you don't. You eat the whole thing. I haven't had a string cheese in very many years. Yeah, but I still know how they work. I know that once you eat something, it's usually <laughs> gone. <laughs> it do be like that hey so yeah um, basically what we're saying is we know what scheming is it comes very easily to us who are not entirely sure how to explain it to you but scheming yeah. is the main activity here i do You're really think it's just the holistic approach it's looking at every single thing as part of the big puzzle that is your life and it's not just saying 
okay, I have one problem. I'm going to fix it. It's like, okay, how we do, how we overhauling your entire life? Yeah. And even if you're relatively happy and you're like, I don't have any huge problems, be like, okay, well then what's something that I want to improve? What's something that excites me? It, yeah. You're trying to level up, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So those are activities that you can do on a scheme retreat. And the whole thing is that like, these are all things you can do outside a scheme retreat, but doing them all yeah. together <laughs> over this concentrated space of time, it's like a crash course. It is like... It really is. It is what it is. It's a scheme retreat. You go away, yeah. you do all these things in one little bundle, and you it's like a um, metamorphosis. A cocoon, a little cocoon. Exactly. That being said, there are plenty of things that you can do in normal life that you should not do on a scheme retreat. Fiona, yep. a scheme retreat is not the time for... Socializing or making any other plans. Like, you don't go to a scheme retreat and be like, oh, by the way, like my friend's in town, I'm just going to go grab coffee with them. Yeah. No. No, you're if not. you've got a long scheme retreat and it's like literally the only time you can do this thing, yeah. Fuck like, it. If we go I on guess. like our two week one to Tuscany, then oh, we can. Oh, for sure. But like, for sure. yeah. But, but this is like, like the real thing. Your like, head needs to be in the game. You're not involving other people. You're not thinking about leaving. No. You're there. Get used to it. Welcome to our cult. Um. Similarly, it's not a place for negativity. No. And like that doesn't mean you can't complain. It's a time for sure bitching, hate watching, complaining, whatever, <laughs> airing various grievances. But there's a difference between like going through a range of emotions and just being negative. Yeah. And by that I mean like you can't like reject people's suggestions. You can't be oh like God, that's no. dumb. You can't be like I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. Like, get your head in the game is basically the overall overall you're message. Really you're here. <laughs> yeah. It's also not time for, like, heavy drinking. If you want to have, like, a cheeky glass of wine, like, if that's the vibe, go for it. But it's not, like, let's get fucking wasted at the scheme retreat. Yeah. That's not the vibe. Also, no drugs, which we wrote, but, like, have we ever taken drugs anyway? <laughs> yeah, but we don't know who's listening to us. We this said, is true. It's not the time for heavy drinking or drugs unless prescribed by a medical professional. Please definitely take those. <laughs> scheme retreat is not the time for dishonesty. No, no, no. No, it's a time for scheming and the schemes can involve... A little light deception. Of course. But you're not trying to deceive your scheme partner. No. This is a place for, like, raw honesty. Truly. Also, Mm -hmm. you don't want any defensiveness, which is, you know, it can be hard for some people to get rid of that when you are in the face of absolute pure raw honesty. But Mm -hmm. because you've chosen your scheme partner well, you know that they're not there to hurt you. So you don't need to be defensive. You can just let your walls down and be receptive to hearing things from yourself, from the universe, from your scheme partner, whoever it is. But you need to be not getting getting your getting your shackles up, is that a word? Getting the hairs on your Get back. Your heckles up. up? Heckles? I don't know. Just don't Something get defensive, like that. buddy. Something about a hyena. Yeah. Um and like you can if you feel like something like there's been something misunderstood and something doesn't apply, like you can discuss it. It's a place oh, yeah. for discussion. Yeah, yeah. But I think part of why having the scheme retreat and also setting up specific activities like the strengths and areas for opportunity yeah. is that you then don't need to get defensive because you are saying, hey, this is the place, this is, this, yeah, this is I the want time to for this. this, this is the place for this. It's not just someone coming at you and being like, I don't like this about you. Yeah. It's also, and we've said this a bunch of times, it's not the place for strict plans or rigidity because you have to just go with what you feel like doing. Go with the flow. If you've got tarot cards written in for like the Thursday night, but middle of the day Wednesday, you're both like vibe. It's the vibe. Yeah. Do it. Go with it. Just got to go with it. It's also not the time for sleeping way too much unless you need it or you've agreed upon it, but we're not trying to sleep in all day. You want to minimize that because that really does help to induce cabin fever. The more we talk about this, right, Maddie, I'm kind of realizing these are are cult tactics. (laughs) 
Yeah, but that's why it's only you. It's only two people. We're not saying bring other people in. Yeah, we're not like we're not trying to recruit. To make that very clear, we understand there are cult tactics being used here, but it is just us, and we've established that we are in a cult. Cult tactics also are like just things that you need for the reason that a lot of cults work is because they are based on like psychological and and like self improvement stuff. Like that's why a lot of that's why people join them. Yeah, because for that purpose. This is where it's important to say, we're not saying this is a place for sleep deprivation. Like, no. you need to be getting your eight hours. <laughs> you need to be getting your eight hours or you're not going to be able to scheme. Yeah. But this is mainly directed at me. I will. I can sleep for like 16 hours. She really can. Easily. Um, that's not the time. It's not the time for that. And no. honestly, this is the time for all-nighters. Yeah. It's gotta... Not consecutively. But, like, Maybe. you don't want to be sleeping the day <laughs> away on the scheme retreat. No. Unless you've stayed up until 5 a.m. and you're like, okay, we'll wake up again at... Yeah. It's also not time for your old ball and chain. This isn't a partner's retreat. You don't you don't hang out with your partners during this time. No, absolutely not. This was we did start planning this when I still had an old ball and chain. <laughs> uh, this is not even a time to be having like long phone calls. Like No. My ex was well aware that when I was on the scheme retreat, like I would text him maybe. Yeah, like, no, you'll Ryan, know I'm, you'll know I'm alive. Like, yeah, right. I would But text... it's not like when you go on a normal trip away and you might like have a phone call. No. Yeah, I would check in with Riley. I'd kind of just, like, message her before I went to bed being like, Skimmy Treat's going well. Or, like, I would go and see that she messaged me a lot. I'd be like, sorry, we'll reply to these when I'm not at Skimmy Treat. And she knows that as well. She'd just be like, there's no point trying to call you or text you. You're at the Skimmy Treat. That's it. It's not that you can't communicate with them. Like, you can reply to messages. (laughs) Again, we're not cutting you off from your loved ones. It's not that culty behavior. (laughs) (laughs) You can chat, but it's the sort of thing, like, if I went away on, like, a holiday, I might be like, let's talk for, like, half an hour or whatever on the for phone sure. in yeah. the evening. This is not the place. You are, you, this is business. Yeah. It's business. Yeah. <laughs> Similarly, it's not the time for excluding members of the retreat. Now, this is a problem that would only come up if, if like you have, like, or three more. or more people. Yeah. Um, Which, again, I can't really imagine. Yeah. But, but like... If you have that vibe with the right like you you'll know if the vibe's right so if you have i would not go more than four ever but if you no, have three or four ever. people there it's not a time to like go off and do separate activities or make someone feel left out even no. accidentally it's like you're all in this and you're all in yeah you can do things separately but it needs to be like agreed upon it's not three of you go and do one thing and you don't tell the other person yeah it's at, at its core it needs to be a safe space and if someone is feeling as though they're being I- excluded they're yeah. not going to want to be open and hear your constructive And you also need to be... And share your dreams. Yeah, you also need to be on the level with people where you understand their more subtle cues and what things might, like, make them feel left out or that don't make other people feel left out, if that makes sense. So you're kind of... Like, you're in tune with their love languages, you're in tune with their triggers, you understand how they operate very deeply as a person, so you're not going to accidentally leave them out or accidentally say something that makes them feel like they're not part of the group. So yeah. that's why you really got to be on that vibe. This shouldn't be a problem because you're not including anyone who isn't on the scheme retreat and you have chosen your your cohort wisely. Yeah. This is why we say two is perfect... Yeah, three. That's because that's if what you we are do. all on the same vibe. For sure, three if you're all on the same vibe. Yeah, the maximum would be four. Yeah, I agree. And you need to be four where you're all on the same level of like knowing each other. Exactly. And it's not a damn vacation. No. You know, this is not your time to be like, woohoo! I'm gonna read my book and I'm gonna go for a walk and Mm-mm. blah 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 blah. If anything, this is a more intense time than like your normal working week. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's like, it's all just condensed. So it's it's not, yeah, that's it. It's just not vacation time. It's also not time, yeah. as we discussed, to share too much on social media. Like, you're not doing this for social media. It's not a holiday. It's, it's a scheme retreat. So don't do it. Exactly. You're here to fulfill a purpose. Yeah. And if you're getting preoccupied thinking, oh, but I really want to, like, um, go and check out this place that's down the street or I really want to, like, do this and that. Like, it's okay to have a couple of things that are ideas for if you're both, like, we need to get out. Yeah. But you should not have things on your list that are not scheme related. Yeah. That you're, like, I want to do that because then that is taking your head out of the game. Mm -hmm. Similarly, we touched on this a little bit already. This is not the time for actual structured outside work because, you first of all, you don't want to be stressed that you're missing things from your job. No. And you also don't want to be, like, in a... Sometimes work work can like bring your vibe down it also it also like just having that structured routine doesn't work with the scheme retreat like you need to i can't say i'm going to be attending meetings at 8 a.m if i'm awake at 6 a.m with doing tarot like it just doesn't work so obviously sometimes there are times where you're like okay i actually do have to check in for a couple of hours here life happens we understand that like not everyone can just take leave for a scheme retreat but mm. try however you can always do like a weekend scheme retreat or a oh, long yeah. weekend like, absolutely you can find a way to make it work yeah but you know like sometimes there might be something that's completely unavoidable but as best as you can don't have work that you need to do you can have some tasks for your own personal brand stuff that you want to do and they might yeah. get done that weekend but like actual like more you know corporate client facing work keep it at the most minimum you can yeah because basically like a scheme retreat well executed is an act of self-care yeah like you are going into this being like i'm going to improve my life i'm really going to focus on myself and give my goals and my life and my happiness the attention that it deserves yeah and so if you have tasks hanging over your head that are going to have negative consequences if they don't get done that takes you out of that like you need to be like i deserve to have this time my goals are important enough that Mm -hmm. they deserve this time yeah and then block it out Yeah. So those are some things that the scheme retreat is not the time for. Exactly. So before we wrap this episode up, because I feel like we've shared a lot of information with the people and you're all very welcome. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it'd be fun to do a bit of this or that. So some common activities. This will also give you guys a bit of a better idea of how the scheme retreat actually plays out, like how these activities can occur and yeah which this or that we would prefer and one thing i will say is that one thing that does go hand in hand with like picking your scheme partner properly is understanding how each other work yeah so fiona and i we've lived together for god knows how many years at this point (laughs) we are aware that like fiona is very good at getting up in the morning and being productive Mm -hmm. and like sometimes like i straight up cannot wake up so you can also make sure or you should also make sure that you have plenty of like solo activities like productive things you can do that don't need the other person's input yeah so that there isn't tension like if i'm sleeping in because i just need to like me and my sleep is like we're not even gonna get into that (laughs) fiona's not sitting in the living room getting annoyed because the scheme retreat is ruined she's out there thinking cool i have these things i can get on with exactly when maddie wakes up we'll do these things yeah so just like come with ideas just come with ideas of things that you want to do together and things you can do on your own yeah because you want to be removing an element of like guilt or stress Mm, to as much of an extent as you can so like i don't want to feel bad if i'm like i am actually very tired and i know i won't function if i get up now yeah i know you've got your own stuff handled and there's not going to be weird tension when i do get up yeah you know similarly if you're like i'm really tired i need to go to bed 
I then have things that I can do in that time until I want to go to bed. And I'm not like, fuck you for going to sleep. Yeah. I think as well in general, like having an understanding, because like we kind of get that base understanding as well from living together. But that's why Mm. the like agenda is really good for raising those kinds of things. It's both like one how you function, what your sleep's like. Like if you need to, if, if someone's like, you know, really into exercise, I don't know us, but like if someone's like, I will need to go for a run every morning, that has to be kept, you know, that needs to be kept into account. Um, well, like we have had scheme retreats where we've been like, cool, there's a gym in the building. Like, and if we feel like we want to go to the gym in the building, great. Yeah, we That's will. A, a nice productive thing for the brain to do. Exactly. Um, but it's a similar vibe to like, you know, when you're younger and you have a slumber party and you come up with like five days worth of activities for the one slumber party. <laughs> yeah. And then it hits like midnight and everyone's very tired and you're like, no. Wired, yeah. <laughs> it's that kind of vibe where it's like, you know what? You can plan all you want, but you need to be open to the fact that like, you know what, at 6 p.m., both of us might be like, cool, we're going to stay up till 3 and here's everything we're going to do. Yeah. But then it could hit, like, 11 and we both crash. Yeah. That's why you need to be flexible and you need to have, like, the most important things to get done. Yeah. Honestly, tackle them early on if it makes sense, but just have them mapped out very clearly for a time where you're both going to be awake. Yeah. And try not to push them back. So if you're like, we're having our accountability meeting today, that's something that you don't <laughs> even really need to have a vibe for. Yeah. Just, just maybe get it done procrastinate the accountability meeting yeah that's yeah not, yeah not a good way to stay accountable yeah anyway so, so the this or that so you guys can get a feel for like what we do differently what our preferences are and what it looks like in action so mm-hmm. the first one would be would you rather sleep in until 2 p.m or go to bed at 9 30 i think we both know mm. each of our answers for this wait is it 9 30 a.m or p.m <laughs> i would say it's 9 30 p.m like go to bed early fair I think yeah. I would go to bed early because I would feel so accomplished and have like such a great vibe of waking up before the sun does. And like that would put me in a good mood for that scheme retreat to get stuff done. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to sleep in until 2 p.m. on a scheme retreat. But if but it's out of these two. <laughs> going to bed at 9.30 p.m. to me cuts off like prime time. Fair. Like prime scheme time. So I think I probably would go for a sleep in until 2 p.m. Fair. All right, no journaling or no collaging? Is journaling like... Journaling is not list making. It's okay, just good. actual journaling. I take out journaling. otherwise you can't write anything down. Yeah, I do no journaling. Yeah. Because I, I, collaging it's so is fun. such an important part. Yeah, it re- it's just a vibe maker for me. And also, I often find that at our scheme retreats, I'm not really at any point in the headspace where I want to sit down and like journal about my feelings. Yeah, same. I'm very much in a like list making, plan making. And yeah. if I'm doing like creativity vibes, then I want to do a collage. Yeah. So much rather no journaling. I than agree. No collaging. All right. At home for three days. So skin retreat in your house for three days or at a mm-hmm. perfect Airbnb, but you only get one night. This is actually a very difficult one. Yeah, this is really hard. I think at home for three days. Okay. Because the Airbnb, that really just isn't enough time. Like it really just, like one day is just, like one night is not enough time. See, I am doing one night and I'm booking an early check-in and a late check-out. Okay, what's the time frame? I don't know. I think you can check in at 11 a.m. And you can Uh check out at 3 p.m. See, my concern is that like we wouldn't, because we both have ADHD... On the day that we wake up, we'd be like, we have to check out at 3 p.m., mm. you know? And so that wouldn't be, like, a good productive day. And I often find that our I'm best imagining days myself are, like, not sleeping. I'm imagining myself like, having a nap from, like, 6 p.m. till 9 p.m. on mm-hmm. the first day and then not sleeping again. That's that's how I'm approaching it. 
And it's like the perfect Airbnb. Like I've got views. I've got so much space. Like I feel inspired. If the question were for like like a productivity night, then I'd go for the Airbnb. But if I'm really thinking about like a scheme, scheme retreat, retreat yeah. what the rhythm of the scheme retreat is and the fact that like having those days bookended where you're like, we're waking up here, we're going to sleep here. Like yeah. that is so integral. That's so I fair. think it would be at home, but there would need to be some like real we're like, gonna move things around going. i mean we'll yeah. do that before we do ours when i visit <laughs> yeah okay tarot card breakthrough or a perfect five-year plan i think a perfect five-year plan that's mine perfect five-year yeah. plan because i th- but i also i think right now my answer is perfect five-year plan because i'm in quite a stable position right now and so mm-hmm. i don't feel i mean like obviously i'm gonna be listening to the universe when we have our next scheme retreat but there's nothing that i'm like universe please just fucking let me know what's going on here like there's no major like not that I need to untangle in my life, which is what the tarot card breakthrough would deliver for me. So mm-hmm. I don't have that need right now. So a five-year plan, I'm like, that's what I need right now. But I can imagine a time where I'd be like, tarot card breakthrough, just like fucking tell me what to do. Tell me what's yeah. happening. I feel like the tarot card breakthrough at at its core often is like bringing to the surface things that you kind of already know. Yeah. It is like, I would choose that over like, I don't know not having one but <laughs> yeah. but a perfect five-year plan means you have not just insight into that one breakthrough but insight into how everything is going to yeah. come together i think as well like so that like whoa it's like satisfaction feeling that you feel from making that plan like you feel very yeah. accomplished okay however if it was between like um a tarot card breakthrough and like a five-year plan that's like relatively loose still Mm. then I would go for tarot card breakthrough because five-year plan like sometimes you do run the danger of being like I have this perfect plan great and then you like wake up and you're like okay but like how do I action it you know what I mean I'm excited because it's been just over a year since I made my last five-year plan so I'm actually really excited to have a look at it on the next game yeah I need to just make a new one because fuck your whole life is is happening (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay would you rather Get a lot done, but have no new plans or scheme a lot, and but there's no standalone productivity. I think we know the answer to this one for both of us. Scheme. Scheme. Scheme a lot, yeah. but no standalone productivity because you can get a lot done in any, another time. Yeah, I can get things done anytime. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather go on a walking meditation or have an hour straight of fully silent meditation? Walking meditation. Same. Yeah, get that. Yeah, 100%. Get them endorphins moving. Also, we and both I imagine meditate, it would can't. be like near a body of water. Yeah, that's why I'm imagining. I mean, I can it. do an hour of silent straight meditation if I wanted to, but like, I can't. <laughs> that's not that's not the vibe it's for this. Vibe. This would be like, it would be us like at sunset walking along the ocean, <laughs> just being like <laughs> talking as if we have our perfect lives. Like it would be like that kind of shit. That's fun. Hundred percent, I'd prefer that. Yeah. Because also the whole point of the schema tree is like it's interactive. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Would you rather pick a new hobby to pick up after the schema treat or mm-hmm. let go of an existing hobby once you leave the schema treat? Like what it does you feel more motivated by bringing something new in or letting something go? Oh, it really depends. Yeah, it's really hard because it's like it depends. I think it depends entirely on what stage of your life you're in. Right yeah. now, I don't have a very bad habit that I need to let go of or a bad hobby or bad routine, anything like that. There's nothing that I need to really let loose so i would rather bring something in but i'm fully aware that that could change i feel as though the scheme retreat vibe for me Mm -hmm. would i like the idea of picking a new hobby more obviously but that's why my answer probably should be letting go of something else and that's because like i think that for me as a person 
actually acknowledging that at least temporarily I should take something off my plate. Mm. Like, that's something I struggle with, and that actually does make a big difference. Yeah. So, honestly, what I would prefer is picking a new hobby and having it be something that then, like, I don't know, adds to my, like, brain downtime or something like that. Yeah. I think it does just depend at what point you're at in your life. Like, I think right now letting go of something for you works because then you're able to make space for new stuff. Whereas it also doesn't, though, because I've already done my, like, my kind of inventory of how I'm spending my time. Yeah. And so all the things that I'm doing have a purpose. And also, this isn't, like, which one would be the most beneficial. It's this or that. So, honestly, pick up a new hobby. Yeah, cool. I'll figure something out. All right. Would you rather, this is honestly impossible (laughs) for me, drink only water or drink only coffee all day? Just a one cheeky day. I won't do it for the whole retreat because I think that is oh, God, actually impossible. Oh, would die. Your organs would shut down. Yes, but for um, for a full 24 hours and there is only a maximum of eight hours of sleep in that because we don't know when the sleep happens. Drink only water. Yeah, same. I can't not drink coffee. I can't imagine not being able to drink water. Yeah. Did you just say the opposite? No, I, 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 I understand I said that. I said the opposite. My brain did not connect the dots properly. I also would drink only water because I can't imagine yeah. that. But coffee yeah, is a I good treat. Yeah, I just said water. completely the wrong thing. My brain like thought one and just the other thing came out. <laughs> yeah, because the downside of one is that we feel like we're dying. And the downside of the other is that we have low energy levels and might need a nap. Yeah, like have a little sleep. Like there sleep. are other ways to get the energy up. You can't get hydration back. Too important. Yeah. And also, like I said at the very start, if you're not hydrated, your brain starts shutting down. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. And the final one is, would you rather have audio surrounding the schema treat 24-7 or video playing 24-7? Excluding sleep. Excluding when you're sleeping, yeah. There are times, because, like, guys, it's a very ADHD one, but, like, there are times yeah. where I need video playing. Like, I have That's to have true. that. So yeah. if I'm choosing audio, I don't get video. So true. Like, this is not phrased very clearly. I think these ones, yeah. we got um, Riley and my ex <laughs> to come up with these. So I guess it probably is, like, would you rather only be able to have audio or only be able to have video? And in that case, both of our obvious answer is only video. Yeah. Only video. Yeah. I feel like that's everything, like, that we can cover in this one introductory podcast. Yeah. Like, if people... I feel as though, like, I... a scheme retreat is just, is just such an us thing to do yeah. that I'm, like... <laughs> Will you have got, do you have the idea now of what it is? I hope so. Can people please let us know, like, one, if this made sense, and also two, if you want to do one and if you have, like, plans to do one. Like, is there someone you could do one with? Is yeah. there that Does vibe? this seem like something that would even be possible for you in your life? Or is this incredibly niche to the host of the Cabin Fever podcast? <laughs> or if you have, like, a normal person version of something like this. Oh my god, yeah, normal people do things too, don't they? That's yeah, fun. That's I cute. just feel like it wouldn't necessarily be them secluding themselves in an Airbnb <laughs> <laughs> and making PowerPoint presentations about how they're going to fix their Drinking, life. Drinking like liters of coffee so you don't sleep. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that is how to have a scheme retreat. Yep. You're all very welcome. If you have any questions, send them to us on Instagram and we'll, we'll answer them and we'll put them in a highlight. Yeah, absolutely. It's at Hey Cabin Fever on Instagram and on Twitter Correct. and on TikTok. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many platforms. We're most active on Instagram, though, so definitely hang out there. Let us know if you end up having one. Yep. Let us know if you think this is absolutely batshit insane or if it's absolutely genius or both. Honestly, I think this has the biggest vibe of, like, things I would have done when I was eight. Because <laughs> there was nothing that I loved more as a child than just, like, thinking of a scenario and packing a bag. Like, my yeah. favorite game as a child was just packing for imaginary scenarios. <laughs> 
big mood. Like, I'd be like, I'm a spy today. And I'd go and, like, pack everything I'd need to be a spy. Or I'd be like, I'm going on a trip. And I'd pack, like, I would just pack. This reminds me so of, like, like, that TikTok audio where they're like, there's nothing wrong with my child. My child is completely fine. And it just cuts to you packing, being like, I'm a spy today. <laughs> I once made back. my friends hide in a bush with me for, like, several hours um, with walkie-talkies right after Spy Kids came out. I'm an only child. So, like, of course I love packing bags. But it's packing bags. It's coming <laughs> no, up with it's, itineraries. No, 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 it's not, I'm an only child. So, of course I love packing bags. I'm not an only Fiona, child, so I don't know. Child. If no, anyone, Fiona, you're not an only child. If anyone is listening and is an only child, can you please let us know if it's a thing that... If oh, you're, you're an, an only child, child you, pack bags. you have to make your own fun. <laughs> like, I would literally teach school classes of my toys. I would come up with imaginary news shows. I used to do, like, museum tours of my house. Yeah, all the, I all the hours imaginary I had siblings. my little sister. All the hours like, I spent bullying her would just be gone. So, yeah. Yeah, and I also didn't have cousins. Yeah, so like I tough. was an only child. Yeah, it's very only. right. So, but it is like it's like if you're a kid and you're like, how do grown ups sort their lives? That you'd be like, you just pack everything up in a bag and you go to um, a special house and then you have meetings and you um, come up with plans and you leave and your life is fixed. And then we do that now as an adult. So, oh my god, it literally is just hyper focus. We've just hyper focused fixing our entire yeah, life. Yeah, that's what focus. inducing cabin fever is. Damn. But hey, I honestly, I don't think I would say about fifty percent of the people listening to this are neurodivergent, at least. So yeah. you guys are capable. We believe in and you. If you're not, what's it like? Anyway, that's <laughs> our episode on skiing retreats. We hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, and we will see you in the next episode. Ciao. Bye.